Hey, Johanna. Hope you're doing great in California. Okay. Uh, well, this week's uh, this week's spiritual law of nature is called wanting, and it was fast. It was absolutely fascinating to me researching this because it it what you want both kind of tells you where you are in your life and determines where you go in the future. And uh, it all came out of a study done at Harvard. They called it the Harvard Happiness Study. And they followed a thousand students for two years. And the only difference in any of the students is that they had them specify at the start of the study, which do you value more? And which is your bigger priority? Money or time? And the results of the study is that the students that valued time more than money, ended up better in two years by far in almost any way that you could name than the students who valued money. Uh, the students who valued time were happier, they had better jobs, they were in better relationships, they were making more money, they had less health problems. I mean, it was just unbelievable, all the stuff that was virtually 100% Based on that one factor, what do you value and prioritize most, time or money? And my kind of takeaway from that is this. All of us are born into this world with hard drive programming to seek pleasure and avoid pain. We can't get rid of it. It's there the day we're born. It's there the day we die. But once we get to a certain age, we're supposed to start choosing things that are right, things that are of character, things that are important, things that are win-win-win um, uh, rather than just me winning, things that are best even if it means a little bit of pain, things that are, are the right thing to do even if it means less pleasure for me, okay? And the people that valued time, that's basically what they described is that they wanted to live by what is meaningful, what is purposeful, what at the end of their life they would have looked back and said, man, I'm glad I made those choices and not in regret over the choices they did make. Where the students that prioritized money only two years later were largely miserable. And I believe it's because when they got to 6, 8, 10, 12, obviously, because these are Harvard College students, so they're at least 18, that at 18, 20, 22, they were still prioritizing and choosing money and the stuff that money will buy, which are largely love substitutes, um, pleasurable things to keep the pain away from me, but not prioritizing necessarily, at least at the top, what is right, meaningful, purposeful, etc. Good for everyone. So, my takeaway is this, that in our life, we, we need to get to a place where we want to not want what we want. And, and the thing we want is that seek pleasure and avoid pain. 
We need to get to a place where that is no longer what we want most. What we want most is the loving choice, the win-win-win, the thing that is meaningful and purposeful, and the thing that we, at the end of our life, will look back on and say, man, I made a lot of mistakes, but that was a good choice. So that's it for me, Johanna. We need to want to not want what we want and start wanting the things that as adults will really bring us satisfaction, meaning, purpose, great relationships, and better health too. So that's it for me. Hey, Glenn. Hi, Dr. Alex. Hi, Johanna. How you guys doing? Doing great. Good to hear your voice. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Great teaching, always. A little short today, but, but uh, it's powerful. Well, the YouTube is the long version. Oh, well, we, we, we love as much as you as, as possible. <laughs> Thank you. so many mistakes as a parent that I don't know that I would I, I wouldn't put myself up as the model for that but um, the thing I think that really helped me is the day my first son Harry was born um, Hope and I had had three miscarriages we'd wanted children so bad and we'd about come to believe it was never going to happen and then here comes Harry and we were just thrilled beyond words but then on the day he was born, I was looking at him through the nursery window at the hospital before they took him into Hope and got really, really scared. And I felt like, and then I had this thought in my head that I thought was God, but it, it was a thought in my head. And it was, Alex, if, if you can do two things with Harry, you will have done okay. If he, number one, if he gets to 18 years old and he's still physically alive, that's number one. And number two, he knows 100% beyond any shadow of a doubt, would bet money on it, that he is 100% loved and accepted exactly the way he is. Then you will have done okay. And Glenn, I just sort of felt... <sighs> this re relaxation, like, wow, well, I, I don't know what I'm doing, but that might be something that I can do okay at. And, and that was sort of my compass north. Anytime anything came up, if there was a problem, if there was an argument, if there was some parenting challenge, 
man, that would be my filter. That would be my north that I went through. Okay, he's probably still going to be alive, but is this going to help him know how much he is loved and accepted just the way he is, or would another choice mean he would not feel that as much? And that was always my choice, is, is the one I felt would take him more and more in that direction, and then when George came along for him too. And um, they'd be the first one to tell you that I've made all kinds of mistakes, but they're both past 18 now, and I believe they both know that. Let me, let me find out for sure here. Harry's right here. Um, Harry, do you know that your mom and I love and accept you exactly the way you are? Yeah, absolutely. There you go. <laughs> Well, not me, but um, him. Now, did you know, did you know this issue when you were, you know, when you just taught about, about our ability to, to basically be conscious and go against our natural urges, did you, did you teach the kids that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we would, we would be in the hot tub talking about deep, deep, deep spiritual issues when Harry was four or five years old, it was, it was, yeah, it, it was pretty amazing. And, and he thinks that way now. Um, and, and I don't take credit for that at all, but I, I'm so grateful that he does think that way. Uh, just go to contact us, and Johanna can tell you how to do that, and uh, and then they will get that to me. Contact us is what? Uh, Johanna, do you know that offhand? Well, if you just go to um, feedback at thehealingcoach.com, and you just say what you you know you want to pose a question to Alex or contact Alex, then they'll get back. And, and if you send a letter, they'll get the letter to me as well. Yeah. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you, Glenn. Bye. God bless you, man. Okay, well, uh, check out the longer YouTube video about this subject for the details. Uh, what I shared today is not meant to be the whole teaching. It's just sort of an overview. The whole teaching is on YouTube. And, and just remember, what you want tells you both where you are in life and where you're going. And so to change that, you have to change your wants. And I believe uh, this teaching can help you do that. Love you, Johanna. Have a wonderful day. Thank you, Alex.